Also, Foster randomly decided to be a leash chewer. LOL. One through two this week. So I set him up, marked, and corrected high on e-collar. Hasn't munched on a leash since. Blessed. See that? So Abe is like marker word, consequence, problem solved. Formula. Look Next. at that. Hey, we're live. How's everybody going? How's everybody doing? Stopping by to give thanks. Continuing education for dog owners and trainers is mandatory and grateful. Awesome. Dogs just stop doing bad shit. It's incredible. And then you get to start training your dog. <laughs> Good evening, everybody. How is Hello. everybody doing? I hope everyone's doing okay. Happy, oh my God, Friday. Friday. Happy Friday to everybody. God, I keep thinking today's Thursday. Today's Friday? Mm -hmm. today's fr I definitely marked off all the checklists at work as Thursday. No, today's Friday. Tomorrow's Saturday. Duck, duck frames come in on Saturday. Yep. Yep. I guess. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, anybody, let's get to the show because we haven't been finishing the questions because um, we get a lot of questions now because we're streaming live on Facebook and on YouTube. So, welcome, everybody. If you're watching the replay, welcome. My name is Jeff Gelman of Solid Canine Training, and this is Joel, and this is the What Would Jeff Do Show. What Would Jeff Do Show is on every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 7 p.m. to 8 p.m. Eastern Standard right Time. And Thank you all. Thank you all so much for um, joining. Um, a lot of people join this show because they are struggling with their dog's bad behavior. So a lot of the questions they ask are, how do I stop? How do I stop? How do I stop? So you can right. hear me say the word, you know, correct, punish. Remember when I, we use the word correction and punish. I think this came up a couple, on a couple of questions this week where I don't want to kind of yell at my dog or kick my dog or scream Anger, at my dog. Anger, It's like, yeah. It's like, no. It's it's a correction is methodical. It's a matter of fact. Just it's just like it's the opposite of yes. It's no, and there's no and there's no anger towards it whatsoever. So you can hear us say that. Um, all the questions are not going to be long enough. The answers won't be long enough to to answer um, because we need a lot of time. That's why we do one on one consults, and then we also have a training center which we're sitting at right now. We're sitting at the, at the training center, and in the training center we do everything. Um, we do the full the full start to finish. The whole nine yards, as they say. The whole shebang. Is that a word? It, it is now. The whole shebang. That's S-H-H-H-B-A-N-G. And shebang. Joel, away you go. There's also something, if you're watching, something called um, Top Chat, or there's a dollar sign. You can actually um, throw some cash our way. I and, have to and wear when, my glasses. And, 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 what do you guys think? Glasses? I just, my eyes hurt real bad. Yeah. So let's go right into it. Let's get into it. All right. Truck driver dog guy said, what up, J&J? &J? Hey, what's going on? How are you? Um, truck driver dog guy, AKA Nathan. Yes. While my dog and I are roaming freely, he has started to randomly put himself in a command, sit down or even standing in a stay. I have to give him the break command to get him to move. Thoughts? Yeah, you can borrow, or you can just be like, let's go. You'd be like, let's go. You know, one of the things is, especially when you start down on your training journey and you're not, you're not creating a robot trust me, but your dog starts like going, like, I should really pay attention to you. Mm -hmm. And and be in tune with you more because you might give me a command. And it's not the worst thing in the world to do. It's better than the opposite where a dog just doesn't listen to you at all. We want, we want a happy medium. But for now, I'll take that. Melissa, good evening. Jeff Joel and everyone in the chat. Hey, how hey, are Melissa. you, Melissa? Thanks for being here. Fire Myers. Good evening, Jane J. Read the book on the ride home yesterday and started training our other two dogs today. Hoping to have a house full of balanced dogs by the time Griffin comes home. Awesome. Awesome. Um, Chris says... Awesome. Oh, thanks, Chris. Um, 
Chloe, do you like shot callers? Okay, so Chloe, you're brand new to our show. Welcome. Welcome. So you, if you knew anything about us at all, which is fine that you don't, welcome to our family. We we train every dog on a remote collar. A remote collar is a fantastic communication device. It allows you to have a conversation with your dog close and far, whisper and a shout. It's great for both um, um, stopping unwanted behaviors. Um, there's tons of unwanted behaviors that, that, that I'd love to see stopped without one. Um, especially at a distance. And it's also really, really great for basic obedience. And we've got thousands of videos out there. So actually, I don't like them. I actually love them. Next. Um, Ava, deaf dog looks back and stares when people are walking behind us, no matter how far away. He and I continue walking, but he continues to stare or drops to the ground. So deaf dog or not deaf dog, a lot of dogs do that behavior. So the question is, when, you know, and I'm not trying to put words in anyone's mouth, but I just want people to know it's not a deaf thing. Um, it's a dog thing. Dogs will often do that. Um, and what you're going to do is you're actually going to give your dog a leash pop. And, you know, again, the walk is the walk is the walk. That's sort of like, remember, the walk is work. It's one of the most wonderful times you actually can have great conversations with your dog to teach your dog multiple different things to do. Mm -hmm. But one of the things is pay attention. We're working right now. And it's no different than um, if we were doing the show and you were either constantly on your phone or you were like, um, picking up a book and reading it, or you were, there was somebody behind us and you were having a conversation with them while I'm actually trying to do the show or anything like that. So it's like, we have one hour together and we're focused on the show. You've got half an hour, an hour on a structured walk and you want to be able to walk next. Um, Jeffrey, hey there, Jeff and Joelle. Hope you both are well. Hey Jeffrey, hey, hope Jeffrey. everything's going well with you out on the West coast. Damn this keyboard. All right. Sorry, guys. I lost my spot. Still getting used to this new stuff. Um, Kathy B says, hi, everyone. Hello. Tiffany, hi, Jeff and Joelle. Hope you are all well. Things are fantastic. Thank you, Tiff. Michelle, hi. Great to see you guys. Always great to see you, hey, Michelle. Michelle. Pack leader dog training. Hey, guys. Glad to be here. Hey, how are you? Chris says, hello. Thank you both for the help. You're welcome. Melanie. Five-year-old retired greyhound in crate, great until left alone. Nanny cam, e-collar caused more jacked up, mm -hmm. used bonker to train while home, can't bonk from outside the home when we leave, and he loses it. So a lot of, you know, which is really, which is really interesting because greyhounds are actually kept in crates. Historically, greyhounds actually have great crate behavior, um, but this one does not. So one of the things that... Um, um, I want folks to do is when you, ever you're talking about separation anxiety, crate behavior, we actually work with a lot of dogs that destroy crates, that bark all day in crates. So a great, someone asked about the remote collar. A remote collar is a wonderful tool mm -hmm. to have a conversation with, you know, you know, you know, in the crate. Here's a great example is here's the, here's, here's the reality and the falsehood. Every time I leave the house, my dog break, tries to break out of the crates. So my reality is, get the nanny cam, get the remote collar, sit outside your house and um, correct the dog for trying to break out of the crates. Mm -hmm. That's the reality. That's actually how you stop it. And we've done it thousands of times and we document it. The fantasy is make the crate a wonderful place to be and introduce it five minutes at a time. It sounds so nice. It sounds great. Number one, how do you make a crate wonderful? What nice dog beds? The dog doesn't give a shit. It destroys it. <sighs> Plenty of toys. Dog is so stressed out. It doesn't care about the toys. Or destroys those yeah, too. Right, right. Water, food, lighting, etc. Okay, that's it. Doesn't it doesn't work? That's not the reality. Five minutes of time. So how do I leave for work? Right. How do I go to bed? No. 
we have dogs that come in here that try to break out of crates and we can stop at historically in white in afternoon. Mm -hmm. Sometimes one correction stops it. Yeah. One, literally one correction stops years of bad behavior. Not every dog, but a lot of them in, in the, in the top 99% of them next. Sophia. Hey, JJ. Sometimes after I release Bruno from a sit stay, he fearfully and quickly tries to run away. This happened in Home Depot even twice today and it has happened a handful of times in the past. So chances are your dog is a skittish dog. Okay. It's not afraid of you or afraid of the tools you're using. It's probably just a skittish dog. Keep a leash on the dog and don't allow the dog to do it. Teach the dog that the safest places to be, you know, at the moment is hanging out with you, especially at Home Depot. So um, um, if you're not, you know, the dog could try to 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 run away, but if it has a leash, it can't run away. So so you know, give that dog, you know, you can correct the dog for trying to run away. You actually can correct the dog for trying to run away. And if you don't do that, the problem with that is the dog's gonna end up getting hit by a car one day. Or it actually can run, get loose from you in Home Depot mm -hmm. or any other in a pet store, and it can run right out the front door in the parking lot because the, do the, the doors open up automatically. Mm -hmm. it, it does happen. Next. Tiffany said all that and a bag of chips. Yep. Cool. Pack leader dog training. Have you had a particularly challenging personal dog? Um, I have. Yeah. I've had dogs. I've Same. I've actually had dogs with, back when I had 12 dogs because I took on dogs when I was first starting on if someone didn't want it. I actually put two of my dogs down. And I love how trainers use that against me. Mm. It's like because they were unsafe. They weren't safe enough. How dare you put your children's it's, it's, safety it, first? It's like, yeah, it's like, I'm not going to allow this dog on my property knowing that if there was even the small, like the, the universe lined up in a certain way, and it always does, that somebody would get bit. Well, you should turn it into a shelter. Why? No one's going to rehab it in a shelter, an aggressive dog. I don't know many shelters that can rehab aggression. Um, you, should, you should try to find a new home for it. Is that ethical to do? Mm -hmm. Knowing that you have a kid biting dog, is that ethical to do? Mm. I don't think so. And then I had another dog that that actually enjoyed getting into dog fights and killing other dogs. And I rehabbed many dogs that were dog aggressive. This dog did great until it didn't. And I was not going to put the safety of the dogs on my property in jeopardy. And I have no problem at all with doing that because I have saved thousands of dogs' lives personally and hundreds of thousands of lives virtually. Yeah. So I have no problem at all, and I have tons of empathy for somebody that has gone through the process, busted their butt, and unfortunately put humans first or their other dogs in their pack first. Dogs are dying every day. Good dogs in shelters. Every day they're dying. Yeah. So, which is terrible. <clears throat> Next. Chris, I have a shy and skittish adult female AB. PT and yep. have had her for a month as a foster. Mm -hmm. You say limit affection, but what does that look like? I'm like likely overdoing it, but it's so subjective and hard to know what is enough and what is too much. I do treats and verbal praise and hugs, LOL. Okay, so you don't probably need the hugs. So this is the thing. You've got a shy and skittish dog. So chances are if you have to ask that question, Chris, you're doing too much. So I would I'm not gonna I'm not against affection in dogs at all, but I'm not seeing affection fix behavioral issues. So what I would do is I would run the dog through the training program. You've only had that dog for what, a month? So every day it's work. I'm not saying don't give it affection, but you're probably using giving the dog too much affection. And a lot of people do that. And it doesn't mean make the people bad. It's just that if that worked, 
in rehabbing dogs, that's what we would do. But we're not seeing that work and we rehab dogs. So too much affection, the fact that you have to answer the question that you're giving it hugs, loves and praise. I'm not against any of those things, but everything has to be scaled. Next. Kathy, you've been working on cool dog tricks. It's fun. Have all three dogs learning, sit pretty and rebound. What's fun is how they all learn differently. What's not is taking treats so rough. Ouch. So what you can do is don't let the dog take treat, treats so rough. A couple rough. So a couple things you can do is you put the treat right there in your hand. Close your hand. Close your hand. And you actually can correct the dog for taking a treat rough. But you don't get the treat until you use a soft mouth. Okay. Keep that in mind. Next. Melanie, love the glasses, Joelle. Yes. I Thank love them you. too. Chris, I already read that. Great Lakes, honey. Drink every time Jeff says historically, LOL. Good evening, Jade. You will make it through half the show. No. You'll be on the ground. Melanie's or, you'll, or you'll be on the table half naked dancing. That's if this was alcohol. Melanie <laughs> says chocolate milk or chocolate martini. <laughs> you guys, it's a latte. Come on. <laughs> um, Melanie, hey guys, this week Lucky got corrected medium high for any first reactions to joggers, bikers. We went to another spot to practice in town. Lots of commotion. He didn't lunge. Awesome. Nice. Awesome. So the great thing about that, Melanie, is the great thing about you want me to do it? Nope. I got it. Okay. So I'm just offering. Okay. You like that control. So sure do. Uh, um, so as many times as you get dumped, you still want to do it. All right. So what I would um uh, that's such an important thing, Melanie, is that you give a correction the first sign of um uh, reactivity. Mm -hmm. And yes, it might not be pretty the first time, but like Let's see if the dog learned. Mm -hmm. And that's the greatest thing. We can either nag our dogs or have a really good conversation with our dogs. Next. Yep. Pulsar dog training. <clears throat> you know, that brings up a good point too. And that's something I use a lot at go-home sessions is like when I see owners like mm. falling into the pattern of nagging. Nagging, right. I'm like, do you want to get this done with now? You're right, right. Or do you want to go home and continue chasing this behavior? Right, exactly. And then you never get to the fun stuff. You never get to enjoy that like mm. off-leash fun right. freedom because you're constantly chasing these silly behaviors right. when you could just eliminate it right. now. Stop making suggestions, give commands. Yes. I'm and not, I think when yes. you put it that way, it's like, don't you want to get to like the good stuff and right. get over this hump of like right. bullshit? Right. It's like, just get it over with. Right. It's it's no it's no different. And if you guys want to humanize this stuff, I got seven kids. I'll humanize it all day long. In fact, Angelo is actually here tonight. He's sleeping at the center tonight. And he's going to have a firm bedtime. And he's not going to negotiate with me. He never negotiates. He never negotiates with me at all. It's like, I need you to do this. Okay, Papa. And I'm not like some drill sergeant. It's just like, right, and he just knows. Next. Yeah. Um, you want to you 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 come in here and jump in real quick? Say hello to everybody. Okay. Let's go. We're on, we're on YouTube and Facebook. Hurry up. Steps right over Wes. Hey, there he is. Don't wake the bear. Is that what it says? Yeah. Cute shirt. Don't yeah. wake the bear. All right. Good job. <laughs> Thank you. Get out of here. <laughs> Pulsar dog training. We got chased by an off-leash dog on our walk today. I threw a stick at the dog and yelled, but missed the dog. Dog picked up the stick and ran home with it. Yeah. I guess that went well. That worked well. Great. <laughs> hey, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Yes. Melanie, better in another neighborhood than ours. Dog behaves better in another neighborhood. Oh, well, that's also common too. So it could be territorial. It could be territorial. So role play it more in your neighborhood next. She's the one that went to an, uh, the dog behave better after the correction. And, oh, the yes, first correction. yes. Yes. Um, David, tips for particularly bad high 
anxiety, high stress dogs. I do fine with the less extreme cases, but feel like I'm falling short with the more challenging. Dogs. So David, that's going to, that's going to come. First of all, thanks for being self-aware, right? So that's going to come with experience. That, that's, you know, we're getting more and more challenging dogs here because we put out stories about the dogs that's that we work gig. with. That's our gig. So be careful what we wish for. Mm -hmm. It's like, you know, it's like we have these two fighting bully breeds from the same family. Yeah. And it's like, man, they're, they're making great progress, great but, but progress. we don't want a ton of those in at a time because it's a ton of work. So what I would do is this, when you've got these dogs that are high anxiety, high stress, I want you to do this is obviously I'm not against, um, I'm not against uh, uh, exercise, but a lot of people think you can exercise the dog out. Obviously you need to exercise the dog, but the biggest thing you need to do is teach the dog duration work. And duration work doesn't make the dog lazy. In fact, we've got a, a seminar sit down that talks about that. Um, Tomorrow it goes Probably out. Right? Go tomorrow, tomorrow. Out. it goes on Patreon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, tomorrow it goes out. Um, and it talks about how teaching duration work doesn't take the drive out of the dog. So what you're going to do is, when you get a lot of these anxiety dogs, teaching them how to exist in a world of chaos is one of the kindest things that you can do. Next, to that, Julianne, new listener, first time listening live. I just wanted to say you have literally changed my life. I finally have hope for my dog, and so happy we got the, off the positive only bull. One thousand thank yous. So Julian, number one. Thank you so much. And it's just so, it's just so, I woke up to a bunch of hate this morning. It's like, it's starting Did again. Did you really? Yeah. Yeah. I deleted it before you got up. So, so it's just like, it's just so, you know, it's so ironic that, that she's a new listener and I'm say changed her life and somebody will just write hate because they see that doctored video out there. Mm -hmm. It's like, you have no fucking idea what we do. No. Not like, a clue. Tell that to Julianne. To Julianne. Yeah. Tell that to her. Like, no, she's freaking, she gets it. Mm -hmm. That's why for all my fellow dog trainers out there, like there's going to always be people out there that don't like your stuff. They don't like your tools. They don't like your philosophy. They don't like your methods. They might not like this method that you actually swear or, or whatever. It doesn't matter. Yeah. And if you're afraid to put up content because of that, it doesn't matter. Now, please don't put up bonking content. Trust me. That's a game changer. But as far as like explaining stuff and how you do stuff, like delete all that crap. All that matters, the only people that you care about that are the people that like your stuff. And even those people don't put too much credence on. Credence on. Is that the right word? Credence? I think It's so. not credence. It's not credence. It's credence. credence. Angelo, credence or credence? I don't even know what that word means. Tomato, okay. tomato. Next. Heidi. Hi, guys. I have a four-month-old puppy who we rescued. She was dumped in a dumpster. She's extremely timid and scared of the world. I've been taking her out, socializing her. Any tips? Keep doing it. So I, what I want you to do, Heidi, is this. You know, you can tell me that story. That's fine. But I actually never want you to repeat that story ever again. Okay? I never want you to tell another human being the re until this dog is dead, unfortunately. Because then you can talk about how awesome this dog turned out to be. That this dog was found in a dumpster. And I'll tell you why. We have dogs that are nervous, fearful, afraid, aggressive, awesome. Okay. We have every name, every bad behavior out there. And those dogs were not dumped in the dumpster. Okay. And then we have dogs like one of my dogs would jump into a dumpster and be okay. So it's not the dumpster. If that dog was not found in a dumpster, it probably would still be nervous and skittish. There's something called genetics. So don't put any weight on that at all. 
Everything that you do starting from today on is going to matter. Now, that doesn't mean the first 16 months of its 16 weeks of its life didn't matter, but you are actually in more control than you think. Next. Gina, hello, Jeff and Joelle. Hello. Chicago burbs. Okay. What's that mean? Is that a typo? What's a burb? I don't know. I have to know. Dawn, evening guys. What do you recommend to help a highly sensitive dog to get over being fearful during car rides? He drools and shakes yeah. constantly. He doesn't whine or pace, but you can tell he doesn't enjoy it. Food doesn't help. Nope. I've tried drive through cup pups. Yep, forget all that cups. stuff. Forget all that stuff. His dog food, yummy forget hot that. dogs. That. I can't speak with you doing that. He won't take anything and just is a nervous Nelly the whole time. Three years old, that jumped in your arms at your seminar last year okay. at Elkhart Indiana uh, Center. Yeah. Indiana Canaan Learning Center. Which yes. I don't remember that. Yeah. So this is the thing. Dawn, no food is going to work with a nervous dog. Because if it's nervous, truly nervous and fearful, it's not going to take food. That's why food fails. And we train with food here, by the way. We clicker train dogs. In fact, I heard you editing a video today with someone was using a clicker. So it's like we clicker train dogs here. So the point is, the best thing you can do is put the dog into a downstay and let the dog process it. That's what you can do. Next. Melanie, okay, switch to my own account. Ugh, not work. Next. Samantha, hey guys, good to see you. Good to see you, Samantha. Robin, hello, first time I'm watching you. Thanks for helping us with all our questions. Robin, Monday, Wednesday, and Friday, 7 to 8 p.m. I do my best. Next. Jessica, hello from New Jersey. I'm excited that I found a local trainer here in New Jersey that I think falls into the same belief system as you guys do. Still looking forward to your Mantua thing. Or is it Manchua? Chua. Manchua thing. I know, I know. I may audit just to meet you. And oh my God, Joelle with glasses. Be still my heart. Stay safe. See that? Thank oh, you. thank you, Jessica. So um, just remember, there are a lot of people that train like I do. I'm not, I didn't invent any of this training. Nature did. Like, it's like nature did. Like, there are. Like you didn't invent punishment? No. No, I didn't invent reward and punishment. Mm. Nature invented reward and punishment. Nature invented, I will reward, if I want more of something, I will reward it. And if I want less of something, I will punish me. That's just the way the world works. That is the world, the, the way of the universe, just how it is. So there's a lot of people, a lot of dog trainers, you know, that are stopping unwanted behaviors with, call it a correction, intolerable consequence, punishment, call it an interrupter, you can call it any fancy name you want, but all it is, is it's the yes and no system dog training next lou hey guys so good your face facebook posts are back in new zealand hi from Maisie and i bonked her yesterday in the side with a stone on our walk for loading on sheep she was awesome post stone yeah I, lou i saw your comments i saw your comments and i commented on it so stoning so yeah we we actually shut off um all visibility to our facebook page to a bunch of countries why when your kids get threatened and with violence and and, and um and your life gets threatened enough times you decide you know what i'm gonna ban the whole fucking country and especially the uk and yeah. by the way the uk's on trial they're on trial in my book i'm sorry for 15 years all we get is fucking hate literally and we have so many fans there and for all my fans there i apologize i apologize but it's just facebook they can go to the gram you can go to instagram go to instagram we got the same stuff there you know but on instagram you can't hide as much on YouTube, you can't hide as much. So that's that's why people go on Facebook because you can hide. Yeah. Because you're a bunch of wimps. That's what it is. You're spineless limps. Next. Mothman. 
Hey y'all, tomorrow I'm taking my boyfriend out to teach him how to use the e-collar with his fearful reactive dog. I'll be using Deacon as an example till he feels more comfortable using it. Can't wait. Awesome. Proud of you. Melissa posted the link to my Patreon channel. Awesome. Thanks, Join your Patreon channel. Um, Jessica. Oh yeah, this is Jamie from YouTube. LOL. Oh hey. Oh hey. Tracy. Hey guys, watching from Michigan. How do you stop jealousy between dogs? Our three dogs are driving me crazy. Actually, the question really is, is how do you stop it from snowing in the freaking summer in Michigan? <laughs> That's the real... Are they still getting snow? I don't know. Um, so let's not call it jealous. Okay, we'll call it jealousy if you want to. That's human. So what I want you to do is I want you to teach the out command. The out command, and we've got free videos on this, means get out of here. Teach the out command to each dog. In fact, um, Angela was doing the out command with all the dogs today. That's one of his jobs here. Yeah. And um, and then you're going to start outing dogs away from each other. So step one, teach the out command, come back, and then we'll help you with the rest. Next. Kianda, hey guys, so we have found the number that stops my dog whining without using the pet convincer, but of course he still does. If I know when he's going to whine, can I correct before he does it? Thanks. Um... If it works, yes. Next. Demon Dog Buddy. Hey, guys. Was wondering how long are your training sessions? Do you recommend 15 minutes a day so the dog doesn't get bored? Or do you just keep them engaged no matter what for up to an hour? So Demon Dog, five trainers, five opinions. You can do whatever you want to do. You can do whatever you want to do. All right. Whatever works for you, whatever works for that dog, whatever works for what you're trying to teach. You know, um, you know, some dogs um, we work really long, much longer. Some dogs we do shorter sessions with. All depends on what we're doing, what we have the time for, um, what's going on. Um, it sounds like you're 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 a personal, um, and not a dog trainer, but we're all dog trainers. But you're you're talking about your personal dog. What's your what's your lifestyle right now? We have more time to train our dog, so do a combination of active training and then duration work next. Gina, hi there, Jeff. I have a four-year-old Border Collie Rat Terrier Rescue. I've had him three years now. I've trained him with the remote and basically mostly with the beep sound. He mm. keeps geese off her property, and he is great with my husband and I. He has slowly come around to being somewhat nice to people after they've been in the house for about 10 minutes or so. Mm -hmm. He heals outside. He's very good with people outside. He's just very guarding right. with the house. My right. problem is I was hoping that he could... Probably protect the property. Yeah, I don't okay. know. Okay, so let's let's talk about this. The beep sound is just a marker. That's all the beep sound is. The reason why you're using the beep sound is maybe it did work at one point. But the beep sound does not cause any discomfort. So it's a marker. It's like yes, no, beep, you know, something like that. So the problem with the dog, the dog um, stopping being a resource guarder of your home is you need to start going to shock. All right. You have to make it uncomfortable for the dog to be protective of your house or else it will get worse. So start looking into the actual stimulation or shock component of it to stop that. Next. Um, w. Lucius. Hey, J&J. Love you guys. Watched your videos before rehoming in eight months. Shepsky, who is now 21 months old. Learned a ton. Everyone can't get over how well she behaves. Keep up the great work. Awesome. Well, this is the thing. You keep up the great work, too. Kudos to you. Next. Um, Freddie, hello from Copper City, K9, Rome, New York. Oh, hey, Freddie. What's going on? Judy, great to see you, too. Thanks for sharing so many inspiring videos. Judy, thank you for watching hey, so many and commenting so much. And um, we truly, really enjoy your company. Next. Pamela, hello from Ormond Beach, Florida. Hi, Florida. Oh, hey, Florida. Melanie, Greyhound Part 2. Remote collar causes him to be more anxious. Squeals, bites, crate, etc. Not trying to make crate wonderful. 
he could care less. It's true separation anxiety if remote caller equals worse. So Melanie, there is an art to this. So this is a Skype session. And I'm not trying to say this so you'll buy, a, I don't think they're doing Skype, we actually just, they're, they're on their online consoles because we actually stopped using the Skype platform, we're using StreamYard. So this is the kind of thing where there's so many nuances. Mm -hmm. And this is the kind of thing where it's like, what's the day, rest of the day look like? So historically, take a drink, historically, the remote caller will make it better. You just have to know how to use it in that proper application. And we can make it better. We can definitely help make may help you make it better. But there's other things that are going on during the course of the day that you might be doing that might be um, I don't want that might be contributing to making it worse. And that we need to be face to face going back and forth with. No. Next. Chris said, okay, thanks, man. Yep. Gina, I thought it would be nice to be able to take him to a dog care place for him to play with other young dogs he used to try to play with my older dog so he has being friendly in him but it takes him a lot to trust so uh, the, the last place to take a nervous fearful dog that was that snaps other dogs possibly no this is the border collie that's protective of the house oh the house oh just because the dog is protective of the house that doesn't mean the dog won't do fine in another at another facility without you there there's a, that's a huge difference. I cannot tell you how many dogs do well at doggy daycare, but when they come home, they're horrific. Yep. Dogs that do well at the vet, but with their owners, they're horrific. So you know, half the dogs that come in here yeah. crazy lunging at us as soon as the owner leaves, they're like, yeah, yeah. yeah. What's going on? Yep. Next. Um, Robin, my dog is housebroken. She's about seven months old. I have an older, much smaller dog who is the alpha dog. The puppy is so afraid of this small dog that she pees every time the older dog growls at her. The puppy is about 60 pounds. The older dog is about 13. Any idea how to break her of this habit? Do you think it will stop in time? I mean, it won't stop in time because the dog's going to grow into it, not grow out of it. So what you need to do is correct the 13-pound dog. Correct the older dog. Like, why is the older dog growling at it? It's possible because the older dog doesn't like its space invaded. That could be it. The, the younger dog is putting too much pressure on the older dog. That could be it. So the dog growls. So what you need to do is advocate for both dogs. So you shut the dog up from growling, but you also tell maybe the younger dog, hey, you have to teach the younger dog, don't invade the space. You don't have a conversation with the dog, but how's that done? Through leash pressure, through um, um, through training, teaching the dog the out command, advocating for both dogs. Next. Hey, Bataglia. Hey, J&J. Been trying to get creative to work my foster through NCS. We do sit down, stay while other dog engages in food puzzle. Mm. Also hanging in the driveway. Other ideas? Maybe during my workout? Yeah. yeah anything. Heck yeah. So, hey, Bataglia. Bataglia. This is the thing. Think about all the things that would make your dog break command and role play them. Next. Heather, I have a four-month Labradoodle who nips my hubby and I, as well as our nine-year-old female Whoa. golden doodle all the time. How can I effectively redirect okay. him? So Heather, let me just help you out here. Uh-oh, you said redirection. Okay, redirect. you don't redirect a biting dog. Got it? So you're brand new, I'll be respectful. Not that I'm not, that, not that if you're old, I wouldn't be respectful, but I don't want to scare you off. If I do, well then you're, I'm not for you. You don't redirect a biting dog. You apply a punisher, a consequence that's intolerable to a biting dog. All right. It's four months old. Now it's 16 weeks old. Someone will say, oh, that's just playing. All right. Even if it is playing, if that dog, if that 16 week old dog was nipping Angelo, what would we do? We can't have that. So 
you stop it. You would say no and bonk the dog. Get yourself a bonker. If you don't know what a bonker is, look on my website, look on YouTube. I've got videos of me using them, showing you how to make them. It's just a cotton towel. It will not ruin the relationship with you and the dog. That's another thing that people think. It's like, you know what's going to ruin the relationship with you and the dog and you and your husband is this fucking little nippy dog that's going to turn into a biting dog. Next. Anna, one of my dogs backs into place sometimes. She wants to keep an eye on me. I'd like her to look so she doesn't run into things and hurt herself. Should I only mark when she turns and walks to place? We uh, literally have a dog who does that right now. Like, if you tell him out, he will run literally backwards. He won't turn. He will run backwards. Hopefully he won't knock into a pole. That's what I mean. <laughs> he doesn't even look. He's just like... So, so It's impressive. So what I would do is this. I would purchase a open floor plan home. Sell your house. <laughs> okay. okay. No more walls. Move into a yurt. Okay. With no furniture, just cushions. So I think I think what, what you need to do is you can start taking the leash and then and then teaching yeah, your dog swing. how to turn around. Yes. Tiffany, I just had to put one of our dogs who was unpredictable. I'll put down one of our dogs yeah, probably, who was unpredictable. Yeah, yeah. Oh my God. I'm so sorry, Tiffany. I just got bumped. I lost it. It's probably so far up here now. Yeah. Hey, talk while I find it. So, um, Joelle just hit the button and it got lost the question. There she is right there. Okay, 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 yep. okay. I just had to put down one of our dogs who was unpredictable. She suddenly and for zero reason attacked my girl and as painful of a choice that was, I knew it was best for my family and even for the dog. Being locked in an unpredictable and aggressive state of mind is not quality of life. You're so right that humans have a higher rank than dogs and more trainers need to talk about that. We did what we needed to. It's not an easy decision to make at all. And too many people are ready to crucify. Yeah. So Tiffany, so this is the thing is that I've got a lot of empathy for folks like you and, and, and for anybody that doesn't walk in your footsteps and someone would say, well, you should have tried harder or the dog could have gone to a sanctuary. Like where are these fucking sanctuaries? Mm -hmm. well, like where are, where are they? Like where are, where are all these places where all these aggressive dogs can run free and have a happy life? And maybe there is a place, but and I'm not the and I'm not an advocate of like killing dogs. I'm far from that. I'm in the business of saving dogs' lives, and I've done my fair share. Thank you. And but this is the thing: family first. I'm sorry. That's just the way it works. And that doesn't mean you're anti-dog. Mm -hmm. Like you can love dogs and care about dogs, but also love humans. You can have both. Like people are like, oh, all I care about is business. It's like, well, guess what? This business, because of COVID, is going to lose half a million dollars this year. Like, I bet you the people that bring their dogs here, that get them rehabbed, want us to stay open. Mm -hmm. So damn right I care about fucking business because we have something called payroll. And the lights that are on right now and the internet and this computer and everything costs money. And this is a free show. And people are helped by our free videos. So it's like, I have empathy for you. And I'm sorry that that had to happen. And it sucks right now. But eventually... Everybody grieves differently. I have no idea how you how you, how you grieve, and no one can tell you how to grieve. But but you you hopefully you'll be comfortable with that decision. And you know what? You don't need to justify your decision to anybody. Anybody next. Samantha, my dog has gone from being super playful, 
and dog friendly to being snappy with no warning, almost always when coming at her too quickly or comes near resources she values. So let's go over the, the Samantha. So I don't know if your dog just between nine and 12 months old or uh, is less than two years old because a lot of dogs change in different stages of their life. You know, um, happy-go-lucky dogs up until, you know, my dog is great. And then at nine years old, it all of a sudden turns into a major a-hole. And even you start seeing some aggression and overprotectiveness and resource guarding. So let's do the, the resource guarding first. The resource guarding, you would just use the word out, teach the dog the word out that and then the shrapnel effect might go carry over, over over to other things next barista boy how did you handle 12 dogs um I, not well i mean I, I ran them well but it was not fun i don't i didn't enjoy it looking back at it i didn't enjoy it at all no i thought i was no i thought i was doing the right thing but i realized that it wasn't it was detrimental to my pocketbook to my to 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 my family to um to the to the technically the community it's a lot of dogs it's it's too many and if I, if I had open property, fine. If I had a big, huge piece of land, it'd be, it's easy. All of you go outside. All of you come back in. All of you go to bed. I know. Well, you literally had to just walk them every day, huh? Yeah. Yeah. Next. Um, Reem, how to stop fight between two GSD females, four and six years old. Well, the, the big question is how, is how not to have fights anymore. So how, how to stop a fight. I don't know how bad the fights are. So this is one of the things that it's like we would have to do a, a Patreon, a Skype with. I mean, a one-on-one -on -one online council. I have no idea what they're How bad are the fights? Is it a real fight? Are they quote unquote locked down, even though dogs don't have locked jaw? Are they locked down? What's your skill set? The bigger thing is how do you prevent it? That's the bigger thing. Next. But I mean, how do you how do you stop it? You 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 keep leashes on them and you pull them up, you take away the oxygen of one of them. Um, some people say, oh no, you pick up their back legs. I'm like, that's a great way for the other dog to have its skin ripped from its body. It's like when they're clamping yeah. on, it's a puncture wound. When they pull, it turns into now an open fucking wound. Yeah, so, a gash. Yeah, gash. So it's like, I'll take a puncture wound over a gash anytime. Um, that, Cause that's peroxide. Everything else is like stitches and shit. And you, know, you don't wanna have to go to the vet right now. So next. Uh, Melissa posts a link to your Patreon so people can hop on the Zoom. Yeah, do I do Zooms on Tuesdays and Thursdays at 3 p.m., which is actually face-to-face. -face. We actually can talk back and forth. Next. A. Bataglia. Also, Foster randomly decided to be a leash chewer. LOL. One through two this week. So I set him up, marked, and corrected high on e-collar. Hasn't munched on a leash since. Blessed. See that? So A. Bataglia Blessed. is like marker word, consequence, problem solved. Formula. Next. Look at that. Becky, we're just Becky. talking about you today. We're it's just talking Becky. about you today. Hey guys, we've told every single person who has a dog with issues about solid canine. It's amazing how many people will comment how they think our dog should be perfect after her six weeks training when we tell people that it's absolutely only the beginning and we have to work every day. Can you share any words of wisdom that people assume after board and train that their dog is automatically fixed? Love you guys. Yeah, so that's the thing, Becky. It's like, first of all, Becky, we're actually going to feature your testimonial on our website. We're actually making some changes to our website, um, adding some new staff. Um, actually, there's a price increase happening. Um, um, we're eliminating some programs, but uh, we decided to use your testimonial um, uh, with, you know, with, with, with you and your dog. And this is the concept is like, like this concept that you can take a dog that is struggling with some major issues, some really learned behaviors, send them away, and they'll miraculously be fixed in four to six weeks. Go, we were just talking about that yes, this morning. Yes, going back and then go back into the home where they practice those behaviors and then the owners. And by the way, Becky is a fucking badass. Bad a badass. badass. Like I like a badass. I want her on my team. 
like in every part of my life, I want her on my team. Okay. Everywhere I go, anything I do, I want her on my team. Um, so it's like, no, it's the beginning of a journey. It's the beginning of a journey. It's like, so Joelle is, does fitness. If you go to her Patreon channel, she does fitness. She has, she's been getting some wonderful clientele. Wonderful clientele. Amazing. And they're sending you photos. And kudos to the if anybody from her fitness channel is sending the photos of your or of your like um progression, kudos to you. Kudos yeah. to you for doing that. Because, because there's there, there's no there's no perfect bodies out there sending photos. But all I know is this when I see a photo on the left and I see a photo on the right and I see progress, you know what that tells me? Someone's fucking working. Someone's fucking making good food choices and they're working out and they're doing the program. And that takes time. It takes time. And then you also have genetics. Then you've got genetics of, of dogs. Some dogs will not be a certain dog. Like, And some truly do just take time. Like there's some dogs, yeah, we get in. Okay, four weeks, you're solid. Right. Then we have dogs that were like, six months wouldn't be enough. No, no. It like it takes time yep, yep. we give you a really good head start yep. your dog has a thorough understanding of what's expected yep. what's not yep. and then it's just patterning yep. and patterning yep. and patterning and practice and practice yep. and consistency yep but change happens i and, and some dogs you don't measure in days or weeks some dogs that we get in are measured in months and years but yeah. we don't have them for months and years next and just like anything else like no, a dog does not just go home from a boarding train and it's not a robot. No. It's constant upkeep, technically. You are always upkeeping their training for the remainder of no, its life. Not the dogs we get. Yeah. We get dogs that are that are that are that are that, any dog. The most, you most can of, get a happy go lucky yep. dog, yep. train it up, off leash, everything. But if the owners don't follow through, shit hits the fan. Yep. You're gonna think you have an untrained dog on yep. your hands. It's that simple. Yep. $50 top chat from Lisa. Thank you. Super sticker. Well, thank you, Lisa. It's very nice um, of you. Gina, forgot to mention if it matters, TJ, third, and sound medium-sized dog runs like a whippet. Don't, Gina, I'm lost. I am so lost. I'm so lost, Gina. Samantha, I'm being more vigilant in monitoring her, but I don't know how to correct her effectively when I miss the loading. So you have to, it, you've got to set the dog up to load. You set the dog up to load and you correct no and then correct next. Dar, any advice or tips on training small dogs such as terriers? All of the training videos apply to your dogs. So all of our training videos apply to small, medium, and large dogs. Next. Barista Boy says hi, Angela. Barista Boy says hi, Ange. Kathy B. Huh? Barista Boy says hi. Hi. Next. Kathy, I had to correct after I pulled back a nub, LOL, when giving a treat. I know they're excited, but damn, they know better and they get amped. We'll try the treat in the fist. Thanks. Hi to Angelo. Kathy says hi too. Yep. And Kat says, hello. I like the cool shirt, Angelo. Judy, I love all the inspiring training videos. Thanks. You're welcome, Judy. Diana, is there a certain remote collar that works better than others and costs? Absolutely. So we like e-collar technologies and Dogtra. Next. Chad, I have an eight-month-old golden doodle, and when I play fetch with him, he every now and then gets a little bit too rambunctious and acts a little aggressive. Any tips to get him to settle without treats? Well, the treats won't settle the dog down. Treats will actually get you more of something. So the dog might sit for the treat, but then the dog's going to think, if I get ramped up and get told to sit, that's how I get my food. 
So just remember, we train with food when we want more of something. But if I want to stop over arousal, you would use a correction or a punisher. So you actually can correct the dog, bonk the dog. you got to find the punisher that works. Next. Pulsar dog training. We are correcting one of our Great Danes for peeing on the side of the garage. After correcting, he goes and lays down behind the grill. Do I let him lay there and ignore him? Sure. Why not? Ronnie. When are you going to make another couch conversation video? I really enjoy that. I was thinking about that last week, actually. I know. Last We've been week. Slammed. We got sessions we are, we are, wazoo. Thank lately. you. So what's been happening here now is we have a lot of dogs going home last week and a lot of dogs going home this week. And literally, Brittany has been she probably did five hours of sessions today yes. with clients. And so there's no time. There's literally no time. So we haven't had time this week. Um, it's not going to happen. Next week is looking just as busy. Yep. We have three new dogs coming in next week. So, but we'll, we'll figure it out. We'll figure it's something like, out. We do work. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Like couch covers. We love doing them too. Yeah. But here's another, great, but here's another great example. It's like getting the three of us to all sit down. Our schedules are just wild. And it takes about half an hour and then it has to be edited. And then it's like, we got dogs to train next. Literally. I work with Brittany. And I see her like twice a day. Yes. Hey, Britt. Yep. Hi, Britt. Yep, I know. And now um, that I'm doing all the admin, I'm like glued to my computer. Yeah. Yeah. Next. Gina, I use the mini educator. Awesome. If this thing bumps me one more time, Chad, $2 top cat. Love you guys. To Don't touch. Yeah. Kimberly, other than control. being tired, what does yawning mean in a dog? I feel like my dog yawns for impulse control. Is that possible? It could. Five trainers, five books, five opinions. Next. Gina, one daycare rated him. They said a level three because he darts around in can't and doesn't really socialize. Okay, so Gina, okay, all this level bullshit <laughs> is bullshit. What's a level three? Okay, level three. Oh, oh, so I got a dog. To, so we're going to stick a label on your dog, and now my dog is labeled. It's like, how about this? We have dogs here that actually fight with other dogs that actually can go into our into our socialization and do fine. So if we gave them, ooh, be careful for that dog, watch out for that dog, you're always going to be thinking that dog's going to be a badly behaved dog. They've done the same. Like, there's a great study in Queens where they had two, two classes, okay, two classes, two teachers. The under, from the year before, they took an underperforming class, and they said to the uh, teacher, listen, this class of students are overachievers. You need to really, really, really give them incredible amount of um, content and and teach um, not content. Teaching, um, um, in other words, uh, uh, what's the word I'm looking for? I have no Challenge idea. them. Challenge these kids because they are ready for it. The other classroom, which is actually students that do well, they actually told the teacher, these are actually underperforming kids. And you got to take it really slow with them. And guess who, at the end of the year, who ended up doing better? They, Under, they, technically, yeah, they flipped. Form. Yeah, The kids flipped just because the information this one teacher had. That's how important teaching is. That's how important state of mind, information, attitude, preconceived information is. So next. Ooh, little knowledge bomb. <laughs> <laughs> Mm-hmm. Kionda, I also watched your DIY video of Joelle teaching a sit-stay. I did a DIY video on sit-stays. I guess so. I know you did place. 
I'm sure you've done them now. Can I start those right away, even though we have not worked on the three Ds of sitting? Yes. Thanks. Yes. Next. Um, Gina says rated. Cool. Barista boy, the progress with Maddox and Dakota is fantastic and satisfying to see. They seem so calm and happy when they were doing the recall drills on Instagram. Yes, that was a beautiful um video. Literally, outside. can we just talk about how since day one, me and Brittany have been so transparent with the owners. And we're like, these dogs, we as their trainers might never work them off muzzle because we've seen them go after each other just in muzzles. Yes. Like they are serious. Like, Fight on sight. They want to kill each other. Fight on sight. Imagine two 80 pound pits. So we're like, we are going to take it so slow. We might not even see a day where these two dogs get off muzzle. In the same area. But like me and Brittany the other day, we both were just like, we feel good about it. Yep. It's a feeling. Let's just do it. You just know it. You yeah. know, you know it. It's, it's like, you both and literally the it. day before Maddox yep. goes home, yep. we're like, let's do it. It's time. Yep. And it's a feeling. And people would always say, how do you know when you take the muzzle off? Literally experience and feeling. Yeah. And you usually don't want to make that decision on your own. No. It's always good to bounce it off the other trainer. So if, if Britt would have said, I'm not comfortable, you can't do it. Nope. If Joelle would say, I'm not comfortable, you can't do it. You both got to go. You know what? It feels It feels right. It feels right. Next. Um, $15 top chat. Yep. From Demon Dog Buddy, trying to teach, pick it up, learns it, forgets the next day, <laughs> try to reteach, and he is lost. He goes to play, sits, and then looks at me uh, like, I did what you asked. Why are you frowning at me? So, Demon Dog Buddy, I'm so sorry you had to waste 15 bucks on that because I don't teach, um, I don't teach retrieve. So, I don't teach retrieve. So, all I can say is get a, start going into the trick training realm or the sport dog realm or the service dog realm of videos on either forced fetch, it's called forced fetch, which I don't teach, um, um, or how to pick things up. Remember, you gotta go to it, pick it up with a soft mouth, bring it back, and then drop it without putting pressure down on it historically if it's something you wanna like, you know, not, not be damaged. Next. Um, connect with Heather. I got a four month old male Labradoodle and a nine year old female Golden Doodle. The puppy is struggling with nipping, humans, and the golden, house training, and separation anxiety. Any tips for training? Yeah, tons. Those are three big, huge things. Start by watching all my do-it-yourself videos. Go down the rabbit hole of all my videos. And all that's the nipping, you can stop with a punisher. No, and use a bonker. This is a bonker. It's a cotton towel. Literally, no, bonk the dog. Separation anxiety, um, you would start with your crate training. Correct the dog for nonsense in the crate. I mean, there's, every one of these is a very involved question. And then... Um, uh, and next question. Next. Um, Melanie, I hate haters. You guys are awesome. So grateful for all your passion and love for these dogs. Oh, you're welcome. So Melanie, yeah, haters are actually bullies in disguise. So haters, people that come onto our page, like the one hater we got this morning, we got more than one, but one in particular, I went to our page. Someone, something, something loves dogs. And I go to her page and she's got all these. Oh, pictures. I saw that one. She had all today. these photos of her with all these little chihuahuas and small breed dogs. <laughs> oh, aren't you wonderful? Aren't you great? Just because your name is something loves dogs, like you, it it's give, always that way, yes, isn't it? It gives you the love dogs right, or, or loves animals or a vegan extremist. Yes. You know what I mean? And nothing against vegans, you know. So it's like, but it's like you're always extreme. And it's like ironically, you have a dog and like, do you feed meat to that dog? Because you're now hypocritical, you know? Um, so it's it's really, really ironic how people justify bullying and hate and disguise it as caring for dogs. No, you're just a bully. You're just a bully. That's all you are is you're literally a mean bully. Next. Chris, not sure if I can ask a second question. Of course you can, Chris. 
but I do have one. In general, why do humane societies not care what the outcome is with their dogs? Obviously a blanket statement, but why wouldn't they set, set up each adoption with a free consult with someone like your skill set? funded by the humane society it doesn't make sense and seems like they all care about is getting them out the door and not setting up new fosters and adopters with the tools for success so chris when you find out the answer to that you let me know and i'm not being smart snarky because i've gone on enough rants about that because they don't care some do some once do. in a while we right, get right right I, I make a blanket statement yeah. right. but when i make a blanket statement i feel very confident that when i make a statement that says Humane humane organizations don't care about dogs. That's a 90% up. And they'll argue with me that they do. And I'm like, well, then why does your contract say only positive reinforcement training only? Can't create the dog. Can't create the dog. Someone always has to be home. You have to have a dog fence. You can't have two people working. Like, why? Don't you want these dogs to be adopted out? And why don't you hook them up with a trainer that actually gets results? Or at least send them the video links that we train us to get results. Why does you know in Rhode Island there's a there's an adopt there's a there's a rescue in Rhode Island that literally says you're not allowed to go to Jeff Gelman in their fucking contract. Like, really? Like wow. what, what do you think we're fucking doing here? We'll save your dog's life. Next. Um, Samantha says burbs mean suburbs. Right. Oh, oh. Maybe it was just out of context the way it was put. Yeah. Yeah. Sandy, y'all are the best. Glad I found you on YouTube. Lots of good straight up info. Next, next. Chris on a burb. It's a summer. Okay. Jeez, this is like so long ago. 720. I'm just getting to him now. My lord. Pack leader dog training. Do you actually find that good breeding helps to diminish nervousness, skittishness, and or aggression issues? So not necessarily aggression, but good bre good breeding eliminates good a lot breeding of stuff. Good eliminates a lot of stuff. <laughs> a lot of stuff. Next. Gina, burbs are short for suburbs. I, I, nope, I didn't know. I'm not, I'm not from the Midwest. I, I knew that, but I didn't know that that's what we were talking about, though. Yeah. Yes. Joe, I'm We're in the Illinois suburbs too. Yes. Angela, love the glasses, Joelle. Hey, Angela, thank you. Courtney, I'm sorry that you get so much hate. I really think it is amazing how much you want to help everyone. You have helped me a lot in the past couple of weeks. Listen, nonstop. People need to need to love more. So, Courtney, Agreed. this is the deal. The reason I get so much hate is because I'm telling the truth. That's why. The reason why I get so much hate is because I don't give a fuck what people think, if they like it or not. The reason why I get so much hate is because I'm making dramatic change in people's lives. And that scares a lot of people. That's why I'm revealing the truth. Mm. And that makes people nervous. And if I was doing anything wrong, our ISPCA, the Rhode Island Association of Animal Protection, or whatever it's called, call them up and file a complaint because over 10,000 people have. Let them come down here. And I'd love to see them do the work that we do. But People that I have empathy for people that hate. I have empathy for them. They're struggling with their own demons. Next. That's life. My dog knows he's going to get corrected after during barking on the balcony of our apartment. So he lets out one bark and runs away from the balcony not to get corrected. How do I stop it for good? Okay. So you still got to correct the dog. You mark it with no and you correct. Even if he runs away, even if he starts, stops barking. It's like if Angela goes into Walgreens and steals a candy bar and he comes out with his candy bar and I look at him like that and he walks back in and puts the candy bar back. What? I shouldn't, I should he shouldn't have a consequence. There shouldn't be a consequence that would keep him from doing it again. Mm. What? Just cause he was caught. Right. Just cause he was caught. It doesn't work that way. That's like one thing. That's why we use markers because yes. we'll have dogs that will break place. Yes. And then we might not be there. Like, like with the in remote the moment, in right. hand. So we'll say no as soon as they get off. 
walk over. They'll run back to place yes. and we'll still have to correct them. Next. Um, Lisa, y'all are awesome. Just bought a GSD three weeks old. So five weeks before I get her, I already set up training with a professional. Awesome. Good for you, Lisa. Smart. Gretchen says, hi guys. Hey, I like your glasses. Thanks, Gretchen. All right, guys. Enough of the suburbs. Enough of the suburbs stuff, yes. Tammy, thoughts on why a leash reactive dog would regress after three years of no reactivity? Um, yeah, because of, why, why does somebody gain 20 pounds after five years, four pounds a year, 20 pounds? That's why, because it just creeps back on you. So what you want to do is go back to hardcore training, nip it in the bud. Next. Um, Chris, OPS and nanny cam hack can be done for those on a budget. Set up an Alexa or laptop and do an online call to your cell phone. Then yep. you can verbally correct remotely. It's so it's helpful. Yep. Awesome. Thanks, Chris. Sarah, speaking of downstay, I have my DSC mix trained to sit and stay, but she never just stays. I did every command when she was a puppy by themselves, yep. but now it seems like it's backfiring on me. Every time I tell her to sit, I have to tell her to stay. Do I just continue saying sit, stay, or is there an easier way? Okay, there's a much easier way. We don't actually use the word stay, but we have dogs stay for hours. So we it's all called implied, it's all implied behands, our implied commands. Our sit, our down, um, and our place is default stay. So what you do is you teach the baseline command. After you've done it a couple hundred times, you start adding a correction. No for breaking command and then a consequence. Then the dog does not break. Next. Gina, before I meant pants and darts around. That's why they rated him a level three. Yeah, I know, Gina. It doesn't matter. Like, <laughs> Who comes up with this scale? Yes, it's the scale. Pants a, and darts around. Right, pants Sounds and darts like a around. dog playing to me. Yeah, it's like, ooh, that's a level three. That's a two. <laughs> what are we fucking playing color by numbers? No, we can have a two and a three in the same room. No, no, it's five. No odd numbers. <laughs> Holy no shit. Five. Do we need the room evened out? You can have two threes because that equals six, but you can't have a three and a two because that it's equals like five. The episode of Friends with Monica where she's like a two, a two, three, a three, four. <laughs> so, so it's like a seven. It's like panting and running around. Let's see. This morning, our dogs were panting and running around. Level and, three. They were, and they were going swimming. They were level three. Yeah. We had a bunch of, we had a five, five level threes out by the fucking swimming hole this morning. What do you know? That equals 15. It's a 15. It's a 15. What's a 15? Holy shit. Off the fucking charts. The charge only go up to six. Fifteen's too many. It's too many. Kyle, I'm in the UK. You're right. There's a lot of haters. You get shit here for using a prong. You get shit there for fucking doing anything. I hate the stereotype of UK, but I'm telling you, that's where all the hate comes from for us. Next. Gina, but I don't know if it'll ever be possible to play with another dog. So, Gina, yes, it can be. Yes, it can be. You just have to find the right person that knows what they're doing. And they have the right dogs. But yes, it can be. Next. Melissa posted the link for our virtual consults. Solid canine training. Awesome. Joan, what is a good e-collar to invest in? I have a Cana Corso that are 145 pounds. So it's you can get yourself just to start out with a mini educator, 300. Next. Um, Gustavo, dog, 80 pounds, food aggression, teaching out command with tie back and e-collar. But when you use the e-collar, he is unfazed until highest setting. This pisses him off to the point he tried to lunge at me. So Gustavo, number one, the check collar fit. Check collar he fit. He also said, does he need another higher punisher? Any suggestions? He might. He might need a bonker. A bonker actually can be a higher punisher than a, than a, than a, than a remote collar. But check for fit. Also, make sure you're 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 correcting it loading. It's it, it, it loading. All right. So with that, we got to go. We don't. We only get through less than half these questions. I know. I know. We have more people. Ever I know. Right and, now. I, and I apologize. That's why. So guys, there's a couple of other alternatives from this show. We do this show three times a week. All right. 
but it's a, it's a free show. It's 60 minutes, and we like the way, we don't want to just go question after question. We like the banter that goes that goes between that goes between us. And what we also have is we have something on Patreon. We have a Q and A on Patreon you can do, and we also have Zoom on Patreon you can do as well. All right, and then you can also do private one on ones. All right, but for us to be doing all this free content, I think it's great. All right, all right. Take care, everybody. Madly in love with you, and everybody have a fantastic night. Good night.